the deluxe version. Are you Daryl? Oh shit! Yo, this is Daryl. This cat is a hood legend. Cat is a hood legend. Cat is a hood legend. Yo, what's up? We are back again with episode 16 of the deluxe version. Yup. We back at it. All right. If you didn't know, the deluxe version is a podcast where creators critiquing converse on content and concept. I am your creator of creators, Daryl the Sharp, and I got a homie in the building, Mr. Caleb Diaz. Yo, yo, pop, pop. <laughs> yo, you've been saying pop, pop for the longest, but yo, welcome, welcome. All right. It's Glad to have you here. on. Like, I, I think you were probably one of the first people I was telling about this podcast. Yeah. So, all right. I'm glad you could come through for episode 16. So, yeah. we had Glad to be here, man. Yeah. All right. We're about to make this shit happen. Let's do it. Yeah, we're more than coworkers. We're friends. We're back, and we're we're guests on you're a guest on my podcast now. So yeah. thanks for coming through. Everything comes full circle. Everything comes full circle. Yeah, man. Full circle, like uh, yeah. like a like a Cheerio, hula hoop, uh, a floaty, <laughs> a floaty, all that shit. because uh, it's summertime and we got to get the floaties out, the flamingo floaties. It is hot <laughs> up in these streets. It is. Man. It's fucking hot. Yeah, for real. I uh, no, like even today it was. I didn't realize how hot it was. I. Uh, even the, like has it it's just has it been this humid period or it's just more like, humid than anything i don't know if it's like humid or anything but like like i i left my apartment and like as soon as i left i, I felt the heat and i was like damn you know what i don't want to go anymore exactly <laughs> but <laughs> no, i would not have been mad at you i was thinking about having like a mutual meeting point like like so you didn't have to come all the way like down to to where i'm recording like, let's just yeah, do you, this at like yeah, a coffee you, shop exactly could you live fucking far all the back right, yeah yeah but i Basically, the motherfuckers don't know who you are, so tell them who you are. Yo, tell them who you be. Who I be? I mean, <laughs> who you be? All right. Well, uh, my name is Caleb Diaz. Uh, born and raised here in L.A. Valley, Valley kid, as mm-hmm. as they say, uh, up in Burbank. Um, and I don't know. Like my my story is just just like one in a million, but I guess it's like everyone has a unique story. So Oh, that's uh, true. Everyone does have a unique story. Uh if you, if y'all don't know, like Caleb is a, a bomb ass photographer. Uh this boy's got hundred K followers. If you didn't fucking know, like this is, <laughs> he's not gonna flex, but I'm gonna flex. Like like give this man some respect. Put some, some respect, respect. On, put some respect on this man's name. No, I'm, I'm gonna humble myself real quick. Like I'm I'm like actually like losing followers and wow, I, and it's why? like I mean like I'm not like posting anymore like i'm not engaging i'm like like i it's a point to like where i don't really care about that's like something Instagram. we talk about on this podcast too like we talk about like basically the idea of like consistency and basically yeah. how how people just like build themselves up like that but maybe because you're you're venturing on other, th- other things that like everyone has a point where they develop into something else or they yeah. they want something further or something different so it's all good. Who, totally. Man, fuck the followers. Yeah, man. Followers ain't, Y'all man, fake. Yeah, <laughs> most people buy followers. So who the fuck cares? Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure like most of them are just like ghost followers that are that I'm losing like the majority of it. Yeah. But like, but like it's, it's funny because like maybe like three years ago it was a point where I'm like, oh, I want to get a certain amount of followers. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted like a thousand by yeah. the end of like summer of 2014. Yeah. And then I ended up walking away with five thousand because I got featured on Instagram a couple times. And that, oh shit! I just like blew up like my page, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, this is really cool!" Like, it definitely exceeded my goal of like reaching just a thousand. And then by the end of uh, twenty fifteen, I was at a hundred k because I got featured. 
four times on Instagram. That that's like what really gets you like. That's what's up. Bumps you up, and and now now that I'm losing, I have like a goal. Like I want to like lose like fifty fifty thousand <laughs> followers by the end of the summer. Damn. Like I just want to keep the real guys. It just, you know, it just goes ones. goes down. All right. Yeah. We all right. Have you ever had like anyone dope follow you? Like or anyone dope follow you or even like your photos? Like yeah, yeah. I mean, they're mainly like big youtubers i guess i don't know how they like found my page i guess mm-hmm. they found it through like vimeo like some, some people with like million plus following mm-hmm. you know follow follows me and like i remember when that happened and like people would be like like all these like tween fan girls like coming at my page it's like yo like jack follows you like yo this person follows oh. you why, why? it's like how people like on kylie's pages they'll put like lb 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 yeah. for like back or i don't know maybe have you been to that point where people have uh, written like light back on your shit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, back in uh, back in the day when people would be like follow for follow, or they'll, they'll oh, like right, they'll follow yeah. you and then they'll unfollow you and then they'll follow you back and then they unfollow you. Just I kind of so hate that shit. That. Yeah, oh, where they'll see where like where I uh, like the same thing. They'll like it and I like it or some shit. Yeah, like yeah. That. It's it's super annoying. That's but, very whack. Know. Yeah, I just ignore them. But uh, how did you get into photography? Like, what what really what really boosted you? Like, when like <laughs> I don't know. This is me having the flashback. Uh, have you seen Malibu's Most Wanted? I yes. I mean, like I remember seeing it a couple times, but I don't remember much. Oh, about it, it. it's on Netflix now. If you ever want to oh, watch really? it, yeah, True. it's on Netflix now. But it, it just made me think of how I uh, what's his name uh, the. Uh, the psychiatrist was like, "So, B. Rad, when did you first get in? Uh, when did you first feel like you were this shiznit?" He was like, "Ah, <laughs> oh, damn, this was back when I was a little shawty. So, whatever, <laughs> so, man, when, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, when you were a little shawty, what got you into photography? Into or photography? Well, um, I think it was I actually got into filmmaking first. So, uh, when I was uh, a senior in high school, you know, up until up until that point, I actually wanted to be an architect. Like, you know, when when I was like six years old, and like people would ask you, "Oh, what do you want to be when you grow up?" You know, the normal response is like fireman, yeah, policeman, spy, like space. I'm at like you realize when you think about it, there are not that many firemen out. Like everyone wanted yeah. to be a fireman in first grade, and there aren't that many firemen yeah. out there. Yeah, like everyone would be like an astronaut or like a like a policeman yeah. or something like that. And I was like, "No, nah, man, I want to you know design houses and you mm-hmm. know like do all these like." Um, I wanted to be an architect because uh, as a kid, I guess we, me and my parents kind of moved around a lot. And one mm-hmm. of my favorite activities was going to like these model homes with my mom. Mm-hmm. And they'll have like the blueprint of the plans before you go in and all that stuff. Oh, and, like, true. That, that, yeah. Like that kind of shit. Like, I was like, dang, this is actually really cool. Like, uh, but getting into high school, I realized I suck at math and, and geometry was like oh, <laughs> the worst. I'm like, oh, crap. That's kind of the opposite for me. Like, I went to school for interior design in college. And then, because oh, really? basically, like the same thing, I thought architecture was cool. Or I think I thought it'd just be an easier way to get a job. And then see, like, people like Frank Gehry and, like, the dope shit they did. It was cool. But then I realized in school we were doing mostly shit about, like, hospitals and, like, oh, hotels. Really? Yeah, and it was, yeah. It was kind of boring to me. So I was like, I, I like graphic design more. I've been doing it since high school. I'm going to go that route. I'm like, man, if you, if you like, look at, my, like, my Sims 3 houses, like, like oh, oh man, I have, like, kids? the craziest houses. Yeah. And, like, minimalistic designs. Like, I put, like pools everywhere screenshot <laughs> screenshot screenshot yeah i'm like is, do you have a portfolio yeah you can check out my sims <laughs> my sims account Yo, oh shit I, I don't think i've ever played sims I, I had a cousin that used to play it all the time and i, I would just watch her play it uh-huh. but i've never played it personally and then i've seen like the crazy simulation oh i just realized this is sim short for simulation i yeah i believe so it's like, yo like okay life simulation, my basically. mind blown right now um <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> All right. But just seeing like the watch that they do, like people will like die, they'll have like affairs. So, yeah, yeah. Exact, all this it's so funny because people would do all like this drama stuff. And yeah. like I would spend hours just building houses and never actually playing the people. Like oh. I would just, like, I would like, all right, I build a house and I'll try to play like, like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get through like two like in game days mm-hmm. and then I'm like, all right, this is boring. I'm going to build another yeah. house. <laughs> what about uh, Minecraft? Is Minecraft kind of like that? Or uh, yeah, like Minecraft is like that. It's, it's definitely like very like. You know everything's more cubicle, so like, mm. oh yeah, that's true, yeah, shit like that. But um, yeah, people get intense with Minecraft. I I never got it. Like once I started playing Minecraft, you know it was cool and fun, but I never really got into it. Mm-hmm. You could spend like hours playing that game. Damn, for real. But anyways, going back to how I got into photography. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when I realized I sucked at math, I was like, well, I don't know what else to do. And then uh, senior year comes around, and um, this was back when like the first GoPro came out and my friend bought one and he brought it to school and he filmed something every day. And I was like, dang man, like let me get that footage and I'll, I'll make a movie out of mm-hmm. it. And then that turned into like a, like a whole senior film. Um, and I like released it like a couple of weeks after we graduated, not knowing that it was actually like two hours and 30 minutes long. So like I consider that my first feature film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Why people... screen and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know why, how um, people endured it, but um the moment i didn't watch watch it with them i was watching them watch it because i there's something about me like being in the same room watching like my own work with other people like, mm-hmm. i get all weird about it but i like watching the reactions that that the audience has and you know i saw laughter i saw crying and i was like dang i did that like i i invoked emotion into other people like that was that's what's up i want to do i want to do more of this that's rewarding as fuck as especially as a creative just bringing that emotion forth yeah yeah like like we're definitely like like filmmaking you could definitely manipulate emotions and stuff like that so i was like man i want to i want to do this for a living so i you know quickly uh researched you know film schools and stuff and i went to film school for a couple years uh I went in for editing because that, that's what I've started with. You know, my friend, he just gave me the footage, so I edited everything. So I went in for editing. Then I realized I just I just couldn't sit at a computer for too long. I'm like, man, I got to move, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I, um, I took a cinematography class and just being on set, like the craziness, like people going everywhere, building cameras, building lights, building sets. I'm like, man, this is fun. So I switched to cinematography, and I studied that for, for two years and then dropped out because um, – you know, film school is like super expensive. I can you know, imagine. Like yeah, any art yeah. art school is like you're dropping bank. Mm-hmm. Just, just like you know. Do you feel like it's worth it though? Yeah. Honestly, I because I know so many people. Like I, I think I, especially being out of college now, I've, I've had the notion where I feel like I kind of wish I, I didn't pay for school, or I feel yeah. like I've learned so much. Yeah. Like just, I know so many people that have succeeded just from just like get, getting like real life experience and just yeah. like going forth that way. But I feel like when things when there's a lot of technique and something sometimes i guess you have to go to school for yeah. it so it yeah all depends. yeah when, when people ask me like oh how'd you learn photography this like oh yeah i went to the university of youtube like i, <laughs> I, learned, I learned almost everything through youtube uh mainly the technical side and of things and the creative side is just like going out there and doing it and learning from your mistakes mm-hmm. and whatnot um but yeah when i when i dropped out of college i was like well okay i gotta figure out what i what i should do and I, in the mean like the last year that I was in college, I had a, a fashion internship, and so I was, oh, we're right. So it was um, it's just just this like this fashion blogger lady that she like 
does custom like cashmere sweaters or, or whatever. Um, and shout out to her. And yeah, shout, shout out, out to her. <laughs> I, honestly, I forgot her name. I don't. You know but, who you are. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen, um, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, she was dope. She she gave me a lot of opportunities um, to you know get behind the camera and and you know work with models and stuff like that in portraits and you know I, I fell in love with that. So when I when I left school, I was like, okay, well I'm gonna pursue photography. And around that time, you know, I started, you know, building the the Instagram page, and that's when like my following started blowing up, mm-hmm. and I started to get get into more more into photography and, and travel and all this kind of like landscape type stuff, which people were really digging back then. And I was like, dang, this this could actually go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, you know, I kind of like pursue that. What's you know. uh was that like your favorite stuff to capture, like landscapes, or were, were you no more actually like portraits and actually it was portraits. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was portraits because you know I started off you know with fashion and models and stuff, but then like I'd get like friends and and whatever, and you know something about portraits, um, something about capturing people. It, it's just like, um, it, it's just it's a thrill to me to to kind of like capture the pure essence of of a, of a human being. I mean, one of my favorite photographers um of all time his name was edward steichen um he, he was well known for being like the the one professional photographer who like actually um in the 50s or, or, or 60s he was the one who like legit made a, a full living off of photography mm-hmm. like that became like a, a whole career path and mm-hmm. he, he was doing fashion he was he was also well known for doing like portraits of celebrities um and uh he would just go on set and in between like you know the takes or whatever he'll he'll, he'll grab the the celebrities aside and he'll just capture the portraits of them and he just like blew up but uh he had a he had a quote that that he said that i, I kind of like live off of especially with when it comes to photography he said i long ago came to the conclusion that if you could get one moment of shining reality out of that person then that was as much as you could get in a portrait then you had something essential that's dope. So, so like I so when I would you know do photography, I would look for that just one moment of um, shining reality. Yeah, of just like that might be the name of this episode. Shining <laughs> reality. Yeah, there you go. I like, What's up? Yeah. There we, boom, boom, boom. There it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, like just that one moment. Like um, nowadays with with digital cameras, you know, people are always like, you know, they're constantly yeah. shooting. That's you sounded like Michael Jackson right there. Like that, that, that. Like. <laughs> Like uh, like you you just I don't know you sound like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, that's this the best compliment. Yeah, I could, I could have. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like Michael. Yeah, like it, 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 yeah, it just sounded like one of his ad libs. Nice, all. nice. Um, yeah. Nowadays, like people like they don't take time to like compose the shot or whatever. And when it comes to portrait, like for me, each shot counts and each moment you know that you capture mm-hmm. counts. And in that moment, you have to tell who a person is you know definitely yeah so i mean i guess that's how i got into photography <laughs> <laughs> what would you say like visually inspires you like um like especially when it comes like you started out originally with with film and everything were there certain films that inspired you or anything films yeah um definitely uh a lot of like anything i would say like david fincher films um because there's like always like a like a greediness to his films and stuff like that um and just any any film that kind of like heavily like revolves around like as far as like the aesthetic look um around shadows oh like 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 huge contrast and stuff yeah yeah yeah, like huge contrast and and um stuff like that wait Um, can you give me an example of like the david fincher uh films like 
I'm probably gonna get it wrong, but I'm thinking like the Sin City movies and all that. Uh, well, I, what's, what was the last one that he did? I don't think he did Sin City. That's uh, Zack Snyder. Oh, okay. Wait, Zack Snyder did? I think. Wow. Sin City. Well, I could be wrong actually. Because I, I know, know he did. I just found out recently he did the Watchmen movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I've never seen it, but now that now that they've said he did, it makes sense. Oh yeah, totally. Because it's, yeah. it's super like that, you know, bleach dark kind of mm-hmm. like comic book look i guess is one of the reasons why he he got in on uh, uh the uh, justice league and gotcha. all that stuff yeah that's um, gritty as fuck yeah right um david fincher uh he did um uh, the last one he did was a uh, gone girl oh i heard of it but didn't get a chance to see it it was it was good it was definitely definitely heavy um heavy stuff but he also did fight club um the social network oh damn so um that's what's up so yeah definitely um like like his stuff definitely you know he he's known for you know contrast like very moody lighting and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. i was i was always um you know attracted to that kind of like almost attracted to the darkness (laughs) (laughs) the darkness the darkness um but uh yeah um I guess like one of the things like you know one of my favorite classes when I was back in film school was uh, natural lighting, um, mm-hmm. and you know just learning how um, how to perceive the light around you and and that like ever since I took that class like I cannot like walk down the street and just not think about shadows mm-hmm. and how things are creating even now like I see shadows yeah like, especially in LA of all places like it's it's like the perfect playground for that like there's yeah. so much natural lighting coming around like you, most of the time it's not really cloud in the sky so you can there's always something to play around with which is really great yeah yeah so um that definitely like stuff like that definitely has inspired um the the kind of the kind of looks that I want to you know portray when it comes to more of the, like the creative outlook um, in my uh, in my photography, or at least mm-hmm. my per- personal photography, because you know everything's different if you're working with a client. Like that's true. Uh, there's preferences and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's already a, a set. A yeah. Set look. So it it took me the longest time to kind of like uh, adjust to like a certain client who is always like bright and sunny. Oh uh, <laughs> no! Wait, I got a, I got a perfect transition. That's after we talk. Uh, after uh, after after you, you say what you got to say. Yeah, yeah. So um, so it definitely took cause cause I had to you know change my mindset on how I how I shoot and how I see light. Mm-hmm. But um, it was definitely challenging first. But now I feel like I have more range as far as to like um my photography and and my style and like what I try to capture. And you know I'll still like go back to like you know the, the darkness and, and the shadows and stuff like if i if i'm walking down you know downtown la and, and i see like this this crazy um shadow being cast from a building mm-hmm. you know i always have to like stop and either admire it or just like get out any camera or phone or whatever and just like capture it. when's the last time you uh wow that i think you just answered my question but when's the last time you got a chance to uh to actually test that out like maybe do like a lot of like night photography or, or stuff like that or or do you, do you enjoy doing night photography? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do, actually. Um, I definitely gravitate towards, like, um, like neon, but even, like, just, like, like, really bright 
spots of light like mm-hmm. you know it's like signage or something like yeah. that um i recently like <laughs> the verse uh, the verse uh image i have in my head is like the did you go to the uh the pablo tour that kanye did no uh, no i didn't he, he kind of did that same thing for like ultra light beam uh when he had the moving the moving stage there was basically like one solid spotlight yeah that, yeah that i saw were, that yeah, that was would, so sick yeah that was that, that yeah. was like the thing that like kind of like floated over exactly everybody. yeah like, that was inc- like we were just like floating to like it was like a like a uh, it's like a, a light from god yeah it's really cool yeah i mean i could show you this obviously the 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 listeners won't be able to see it but like you can see kind of like my style of night photography kind of mm-hmm. um gravitating towards large spots of light kind of yeah i really like the hues like the like the the dark blue and black yeah hues. yeah um so so definitely kind of like approaching the the when it comes to that kind of photography, I approach it almost as as if it, if it was a scene in a movie, mm-hmm. and I'm filming a movie, and it's like this, you know, this dark point. And if it's if there's a character in, in the shot, then you know it's like one of his darkest moments, or or you don't know something ominous is about to happen, or something like that. So I, I try to capture that essence, you mm-hmm. know, that that darkness, kind of. Yeah, because the, the darkness itself is the character, so yeah, it's, it's really cool yeah. to just like capture that in a way. Uh, you're talking. <laughs> no, I was running. You're talking earlier about uh, basically ideas or getting a chance to like, like as a, with clients getting a chance to almost, uh, like almost living through what their preferences are. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is something that really was on my mind earlier during the week. But do you feel like maybe as a creative, you feel like you hold back your ideas? Yeah. I was. I was about to. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. We're on the same page because I had this. I had this weird illusion or I had this weird comparison. Like, have you seen? I always I, I hate that I always have all these different references from TV shows to, <laughs> no, uh, to basically compliment what I'm trying to say. But have you seen the episode of The Office where Dwight he has that sex contract with uh, with Angela? Um, what do you remember what season? Uh, I, I, I pro- I'm probably wrong, but maybe season maybe five five or six. But I yeah. uh, there's at one point he has a sex contract to have uh, to have a kid with her. But eventually, yeah. I think he uh, he wants to renege on it. So what he does is he tries to find all these ways to not give her the best of his sperm. So he microwave <laughs> he microwaves his pants. He he put uh, he beats his well this, yeah. <laughs> he, beats his, he hits his, he hits his dick with uh, with drumsticks. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another way to not say he beat his meat. But, <laughs> well, I mean, just it's out there now. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, he he was hitting his dick with with drumsticks and. Uh, Find a way so he wouldn't get the best for him. So that's that's how I feel sometimes as a creative. Like I try to, I save my best ideas for myself in a way. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like um, sometimes w- when you give your best to a client, um, especially earlier on mm-hmm. in, in that whole relationship, um, you know, then they'll automatically expect that out of you every single time. Yeah, and like they'll I don't raise the bar. Expectations. Yeah. Yeah, they'll raise the bar even more. Like, oh, can we do this and this and that? Mm-hmm. But and then maybe you might not be comfortable. Maybe maybe you are, but you just don't want to. Like that might involve so much work and out of it and so much effort mm-hmm. that that'll like quickly burn you out. Um, so I think definitely as creatives, it, it is important to kind of like hold back a little bit, um, especially earlier on in in the relationship of your client, um, just so that like you know once you get them hooked with like you know like they might think it's like really great work but you know like oh i got something to exactly receiving the worst went 
that's always interesting too. Like they all, uh, when a client would maybe like your your worst ideas, or yeah. it's always ironic too with, with when you present an idea that maybe you just worked on maybe like five minutes ago, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, let's go with that." But maybe you spent two weeks on an idea, and, and it's yeah. funny how how like the uh, how the draw is, uh, how the pick of the draw is when it comes to that shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and it's 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 pretty interesting to see, to see that like even even when you like, uh, you know. You, you're giving your all in it and then and then all of a sudden like they don't like fully appreciate yeah like it's it's funny how that how that turns out like uh like the relationship like it's almost like uh or i don't know it's kind of almost like comparing like love relationships to like maybe you put your all in it in it but it goes nowhere because maybe you're trying too hard or uh or things might be going forward because you try too little like i like uh like how this is terrible but how girls will appreciate like an asshole that really gives no fucks and that's uh-huh. basically how you get the furthest in a way yeah so just relationships like that are really interesting yeah totally, totally. yeah uh this is this is probably gonna be the point of the show <laughs> where i share a, a stupid dumb idea that i that that hit me during the week so basically uh i kind of want someone to take this idea and if uh maybe like the I'll say I get maybe like 30 listeners to listen to this, but uh, a dumbass smart idea that I have is a Kanye dress up game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> this is okay. So, uh, you know how, uh, uh you know how like in like the nineties they had those Barbie dress up games and mm-hmm. even I think in Clueless, Cher had like that program where she could dress herself. Oh yeah, they yeah, should yeah. do that shit for Hypebeast for Kanye. Oh, where no you way. can where you can dress him in like Yeezy wear. I feel like I feel like niggas would buy that shit. I feel like <laughs> like a, like an app where you could just like 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 each day you unlock something new. Or whatever, exactly, you then... can you can dress Kanye like oh shit, my Kanye advertised fresh as fuck. Like you know how people do with I think even with the Kim app, you can you can dress up Kim Kardashian. Yeah, like I feel like people would gravitate to that. I might be wrong, but I feel like people would uh, gravitate to that. Yeah, like even though, like if you go like have it like some form of like location based mm-hmm. to where. Um, you go to like a certain like store that you you hit up like Fairfax or whatever, mm-hmm. and you go to a certain store and like it'll know that you're there, and then you unlock something like mm-hmm. new, like exclusive in the store. Or whatever, like you know, what I like mean? Pokemon Go, I guess. Yeah, yeah. like Pokemon Go, what? but with Kanye. Exactly, Kanye Go. Kanye Go. Go Kanye Go. Go Kanye Go. Oh wow, that's fucking funny. Uh, it's funny how it's crazy how Pokemon Go just like was born and died so fast like yeah. it was like the thing to do for a week and then it like dissolved like really quickly yeah. i i always say trends last at least two weeks like yeah this yeah um and then they just come and go but i feel like i think like last time i, I a couple of weeks ago i heard like they had an update or, or something like like but no that, one really cares no anymore. one really cares yeah. anymore like yeah. that update would have been cool you know back then yeah, like, that would have still like captured people yeah like i think they even had like what more pokemon and shit more and pokemon, everything yeah. uh, trading or something oh, like right. that. yeah no one no one really cares anymore no like one. which sucks which actually is surprisingly i think like like some people you know around the world still play it like it still has a lot of like international like oh like players like yeah. i i remember i was watching like this uh this vlog or something where these these guys were just skating around japan and like people were still playing pokemon wow. Go and stuff like that so yeah yeah i guess at this point we're just moving at the speed of culture shout out to anthony he always he had that phrase and then i really i feel like i'm running speed with that the speed That's of, dope. I like yeah that. i really like that it, it sounded like it sounded so on point when he said it, and i really yeah. i really enjoyed yeah, it. Really. um let's see what else um 
What's been a what's been a brand that you feel like you live by, or or, or a brand that you really appreciate as as a person? A brand. Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. I feel like I'm always like mix mashing. Like like I don't like gravitate towards one brand. Um, especially cause there's, there's just so many out there. Mm-hmm. I know like I've had friends who like, you know, they only buy like old spice mm-hmm. products and they only buy this just because they were introduced to it like once. And then that's like, they swear by it. Yeah. You know? Uh, but to me, like, I don't know, like, like whatever, whatever is right at the time, you know, I'll just, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just gravitate towards that. You know? Are so. you someone that you feel like, are you influenced by commercials? I yes and no. Like, I rarely, I mean, I guess all the ads that we see now are through like, like YouTube video, YouTube ads and yeah. you know social media ads. Like they even have ads on like videos on Facebook now, which is oh yeah, the sponsorship, yeah, yeah, because like it it plays like midway through the video, and I'm like, man, no, I want to see this like 15 second clip, and there's mm-hmm. like a 30 second exactly, ad. like yeah, you just can't get away from it. Uh, I don't, yeah, even with YouTube, like, that's probably the only time I actually see ads because I don't have a television. So, yeah, yeah. it's the only way that I'll be able to see what's going on, or even, or maybe on the internet, like with Ad Week or anything, they'll say, like, oh, this really innovative commercial. Yeah. But something that hit me like, really uh, lately is that I feel like a lot of maybe like mediocre brands that have dope ass commercials. Oh, really? Because uh, I had this, I was really just reflecting on, because uh, with the Jay Z album coming out, I realized that. Jay Z did some really interesting commercials with like some like mediocre brands. Like he did, like do you remember that Rhapsody commercial he did where he basically recreated all his album covers? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That like that was so dope, and that was just yeah. by Rhapsody. Yeah, and yeah, then totally. uh, the same thing. Like you remember the HP commercials where they would have like a shot of whoever was doing the commercial from like the neck down, and they would show like all the things that they were doing with their HP. Like oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I see I see yeah like, stuff like that was dope, and I feel like. Uh, like Apple can do a very like simple commercial, but it'll be like it's Apple, so right, right. Fuck with us, and so, I think that yeah. that reminds me of um this. It was like this gum brand. I forgot. I think it might be Extra or something like that. Yeah, yeah. they have those like very like sentimental like uh, spots where it's like um, you know a dad gives a piece of gum to really? the daughter, mm-hmm. and then the daughter kind of like grows up with it, and then like you, you see like towards the end of the commercial, like the dad's like old and like. Mm-hmm. on the deathbed or whatever and then the daughter gives him that same piece of gum or, or, or the wrapper in, in like a like origami shape or something yeah. like that like those kind of brands um or ads kind of like like i gravitate towards like kind of like the sentimental stuff because like even it's, it's just gum but mm-hmm. like you know the whole thing about like like sticking together Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I, know, see what, I see what you did there um, yeah so the whole thing of that is just like oh wow yeah you take like the most basic idea and and the most basic you know thing and then you just kind of like build something yeah one, one of the the last uh, ad or commercials that i um was like really impressed by was um I'm a big fan of car commercials. Uh, you know, one of these days I wish I could like direct a few car commercials. I can see that. I can see that. Um, but one Mercedes actually did this series um, called uh, "Grow Up." Oh, with the the one they did with ASAP Rocky. Yeah, yeah with ASAP Rocky. Was dope. Yeah, that was sick. Like, did you see like the entire series? Uh, I just saw the ASAP run. Oh, okay. But how uh, how were the other ones? Yeah, there was some. There was like like I think like four others. Just like grow up get a job grow which is with the asap um grow up start a family grow up um you know 
get connected with like a a lover or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. um but yeah the, like those kind of like like sentimental ads always get me like just you know beautifully like well done kind of ads because you, you think of car commercials you think of like the most basic like no driving through a tunnel and exactly like like, like, like footage of them driving through like or an empty interstate or yeah like, yeah, yeah like, like, like all that like crap but mm-hmm. um but the ones with like actual narrative which usually you know you don't really see on tv or whatever because usually those tend to be like longer than you know 60 seconds mm-hmm. um but those kind of ads always always like they always get me you know um especially like the amount of creativity and stuff like yeah that's really interesting like even with uh i feel like with bigger brands they don't have to do that but you appreciate it but with like lower or maybe less known brands they have to like they have to tug your heartstrings or they have to do something memorable in some kind of way that like whether it's a jingle or it's uh it's something something memorable like that just that just grabs you and keeps you going because then because uh or it just has to be like out of nowhere like i feel like people weren't really fuck with old spice until those random commercials yeah yeah so yeah, things yeah, like, like that the, like, like the yeah. swan dive exactly like swan dive yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah and i think like when those when they started to re- rebrand um and within that era it's just like those commercials and you know the the actual like old spice mm-hmm. um deodorants and stuff you know they rebranded like the designs and everything like mm-hmm. that and they kind of like you know went more like nature or, or whatever you know catered to that element um yeah i was like that got me interested and now like i only get like old spice like deodorant and, and this is specific it's like the animal um collection and oh, i always okay. get that and they always like it was funny because me and my cousin would have this game where we go into like target or whatever and we see like these crazy like named like old spice like there'd be my favorite one is called like hawk ridge Mm-hmm. And there's another one called like Lionheart or whatever. We we try to come up with like crazy new names. Like we, <laughs> we put a, like a like a an animal and then something crazy like uh, like 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 panther eye or something. Like you know uh, I mean? like how people come up with like porn star names. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Like, basically. I, like I think I think one somebody said it's like your middle name and I don't know your middle name and something. I don't know. Like the street you grew up yes, on or something that's like it. that. Yeah, middle, yeah. middle name and street you grew up or some shit. Yeah. That's, yeah, shit like that is, is always pretty funny. Uh, yeah, going off that is, is really cool. Oh, wait, I guess this might be a chance to actually talk about the weekend and stuff. Uh, what what'd you do this weekend? You said you had a, a birthday party, a birthday event and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was yesterday. I actually didn't really go to no, that birthday. No, I got I it. This is like the one thing I like about this podcast, it gives me a chance to be like super honest because yeah. for like the 30 people or whoever the fuck listens, they'll give it a chance to actually listen to how I really feel. Or this is, uh, but if you didn't know already, my birthday was on Wednesday. I, I saw that on the, yeah. I, I work the, yeah. the Slack channel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, was like, birthday was, I was like, shoot, man, it's your birthday. Yeah, my birthday was Wednesday. Dang. And then uh, uh-huh. yesterday I had, or I tried to have like an, a little get together. Like I had okay. our, it was at this bar called Adults Only. Where okay. have you heard of it? Mm-mm. It's on. Uh, it's on Hollywood. It's it's really cool. It's like this facade of like a VHS store. Oh, nice. And uh, in the inside, it's a. Uh, it's like a, a dance club slash party. But mm-hmm. the thing that sucks is that I invited like a, a, a few of my homies, but only like one person showed up. Oh, yeah, man. and that that kind of bummed me out. But at the same time, I'm kind of glad nobody showed up. Like only yeah. one person showed up. Shout out, shout out to Lauren. She actually. Hey, showed Lauren. Yeah, you're a real one. Lauren, you a real one. I was mad at you for a second. You loyal. Yeah, you loyal. I was mad at you for a little while, but I was mad at her for a little while. Right. I don't think she knows this, but I was mad at her for a little while. So that really meant a lot that she came through. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I, I feel like 
like for me it's funny enough because like for me i don't really dig with birthdays like yeah i'm, I, not, I think, I'm not that kind of person like i don't celebrate my birthday at all yeah I, I think because people were telling me that i should celebrate it but at the same time i didn't really want to do it yeah exactly. but uh, i'm kind of glad it i was like it, at one point i was hoping nobody would show up but then mm-hmm. lauren texted me and said she was here i was like fuck i was actually gonna <laughs> that means i actually gonna come through to this right. pretend i'm having a good time and then yeah. as soon as she leaves i leave basically right, right. uh but it was cool uh the thing that sucked was that it was such a it was such like a, a hard place to get in like i was literally in like the front of the line and we waited 30 minutes just for us oh, to right. let people in and it was it was like all the, like all these people look young as fuck. They all look nineteen. Oh shit! They all look nineteen. So they are, all right. And then like people were buying all these tables and shit. And it was kind of whack. And I usually like for the past few years I've had whack birthdays. I'll admit yeah. it. But yeah. it, all right, it gives me a time to just like reflect and think on my own. I, f- I feel like um, um, that, that's funny because I obviously I don't celebrate my birthday at all. Like it, it was like one of those like like past experiences that like you know just like really bummed you out and you're like you know what screw this like forget exactly my birthday, you know? yeah so, like I, I do have this one tradition where like i spend my birthday alone and i i, I grill me a um a new york strip steak and just like enjoy like that a nice night out. <laughs> I, I feel like i've basically done that like i did that uh on like my 24th birthday and minus the grill Minus the the steak thing, but mm-hmm. I went to the movies with myself. I think I wanted oh, to yeah. go see X Men. Uh, uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah, Days of Future Past. Because yeah. that's how, that's when I remember. Because Apocalypse hadn't come out yet. But the thing that kept reminding me about my fucking birthday was that uh, this was the year that Katy Perry's Happy Birthday was out. So every time oh, I got really? it, every time I got in the fucking car, I heard that song, and then I just realized lately that she's not talking about birthdays. Oh, she's right. talking about uh. I like the lyrics are when you're with me, I give you a taste, make you feel, make it like your birthday every day. And I was like, she's talking about her pussy. Oh yeah, Katy Perry, you naughty girl. Straight you're talking up. about you're talking about your no no. She's just like you know, she resurfaced recently. Yeah. And I'm like, dang girl, I don't even know you. Exactly. Anymore. She's got like the Molly Cyrus haircut. She's yeah. got like the Molly Cyrus like appropriation with yeah, exactly. the Migos. So people aren't having that shit. Like like she's. It's funny yeah, that that one quote, like she hasn't caught up yet. Like, wait, <laughs> she, what do you mean with the culture? Like, she, oh yeah, she's like in 2015. She right is. Now. Yeah, like I feel like a lot. Of, it's true, but like when white people have that kind of like haircut, it's kind of yeah. it kind of leads to appropriation in a way. Like Molly went through it, and then we were saying she's basically like Molly 2.0 now. Yeah, which is really interesting. I feel like 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 middle aged white woman. Like with like three kids, exactly, kind of, kind of a thing. And then if you cut it slightly, it's like the middle, like the white woman that's in a black guys, like, yeah, 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 like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of haircut. Yeah, I get you. But I, uh, but yeah, that was basically that's my my rant slash feel about uh, my birthday. My birthday was, I don't know. I think I feel like I have bad karma about mm. it when it comes to birthdays because people have birthdays but I don't go to them. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> maybe this. Because I was listening to an episode of, there's a podcast that's called Brilliant Idiots, and they were basically talking about how your karma kind of lines up with you in a way. So maybe mm-hmm. that's my karma lining up. Maybe I should just build karma by actually, because uh, I'm a I'm a notorious flaker. I will admit <laughs> that. I'm a notorious flaker. So uh, maybe I should actually show up to people's events and stuff, and that'll probably build my karma, and people will show up to things if I, if right. I throw something. Right. Wait, okay. how do you feel about your karma? This is like I'm not trying to get all spiritual and shit, but this no, is really no, interesting. Good, I like this, how this is. I like how the conversation just like flow fluidly and yeah, chill. get all all philosophical for a second. Um, I feel like, like, like for me, um, if 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 it comes to the point where like I don't feel like there's a purpose in it, then like I won't bother. Mm-hmm. You know, like like that that's not me. So so like like 
my birthday, I guess, you know, if we're on the subject of birthdays, like, I feel like there's no uh, purpose in my birthday. It's just like, oh, yeah, sure. This is the day I was born, whatever, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I, I don't really like that people make a bigger deal out of your birthday. Yeah. Because you, I don't care. It's, it's just, just another, another day. day. Yeah, it's another yeah, day. You know, we're born to die, whatever. You yeah, know, ex- like, exactly. It just means one more year until I die. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so, so when it comes to like, like, like yesterday, like I didn't, I didn't go to my birthday, but or my birthday, my friend's birthday party. Um, shout out to Tony though, because like you know he's a real one. But uh, Tony, you a real one? Yeah. Um, I just like you know, I, I was feeling very anti-social, and he had like yeah. this like seventies themed you know party. Uh, you did know? you have to dress up and everything? Yeah, basically. Damn. And I was like, well, I don't really got anything 70 steam, and I don't want to be around people I don't really know, and just like... Yeah, I don't like that either. Like, I, I, I've i gone to a few birthday parties where I'll get invited, but I'm the, the only person I know is the person having the birthday. Yeah, right. So that's always really awkward, because you're not really trying to... Because everyone basically knows each other, but you just yeah. know the person, and yeah. because the person is their birthday, yeah. they're going to be around everybody, so you basically just have to try to make friends with people. They're like, oh, you're here for such and such birthday? Yeah, yeah. Me too. And then... I don't like forcing shit like that. Like, like for me, like a good rule of thumb is like have to have at least three mutual mutual people that you know. I like, like that at, rule. At I'm going like, to start using like that. Like if, if I know three people there, then, you know, sure, I'll come through. If it's like less than that, then I'm like, oh, yeah. well, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to torch like the Irish goodbye where I'll just leave oh, without, yeah. without saying without goodbye. Without saying goodbye. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not really feeling this. I'm good. like, all right, there's been parties like that where uh, I'll be there for maybe 30 minutes. I realized this is kind of whack. I'm just going to leave. But they don't even know I left, so that it's yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. I, I was basically just, like, a small piece of the puzzle. Exactly. Or, like, I'll be, like, the person, like, all right, where the dog at? Like, I'll gravitate <laughs> to the, I'll gravitate to the yeah, pet or whatever. Exactly. I'll just think in the corner. No, that's like, how people, oh, that's how the conversation goes in. Like, oh, this is such a cute pet. And you're like, really? I'm petting this pet. And then, <laughs> the, the, the shit like that. That's always really cool. I'm yeah, pet. I'm petting this pet. Uh, wait, speaking of that, shout out to my friend Alex. He's, he's getting a new dog. Because nice. uh, uh, his, his past dog that I've known, like, uh, Beethoven, uh, shout out to Beethoven, rest in peace. Uh, Beethoven's been alive basically for as long as our friendship has been known. Like, I'm oh, known, no I've known Alex six, since sixth grade, and then Be- Beethoven recently passed away, but he's oh. getting a new dog, which is really cool. Yeah. So, shout out, to, shout out to Alex, definitely. Yeah, the, uh, let's see what else. Speaking of, I guess that leads into a further idea of like experiences and stuff. Like, because we, uh, one thing I like talking about on the show is just experiences in general. So, what was like a really cool experience that you've been to recently, like maybe in LA or maybe, uh, or even you can talk into like this experience that you're creating with uh, with the art show and everything. If you want to go further into that, if you want to explore that, yeah, yeah. If you want to talk um, about it, so I have this friend who, who who owns a coffee shop up in the middle of the nowhere in in the desert, um, and um, it's it's like one of those coffee shops that you'll find like. Like in Echo Park or sort of like mm-hmm. like hit places, but it's like in the middle of nowhere, so no one really knows about it. Um, and they're like in the process of like getting their name out there and trying to like um, cater to a um, creative community um, out in the desert because you know apparently there's a big creative community there, but there's no nowhere where they could like just kind of congregate and just be like, hey, you know what's up? Get a ba- cup of coffee yeah. Or- or whatever mm-hmm. um so you know i i pitched them this idea like oh we should do like an art show where you will we'll get like some highlight some of the artists here in the desert and you know just get everyone together and just kind of like put the name out there you know do a giveaway or, or a raffle or whatever something um the night of so um there's that um 
I guess as far as like experiences go, like I'm like it's funny because like I'm not really like my social life is like dead right now. Like, yeah, I'm not I feel doing that same it. way. Like I'm I'm focused on so many other things that yeah. uh, I feel like I'm I kind of like got to force myself to go out or force yeah. to meet other people. But yeah. at the same time, I'm really focused on the projects I'm working on and everything. So yeah, it's, it's just like really like less. like when when work just like ties you down and it, like mm-hmm. you get home and you have like you don't want to do nothing. that happens to me so many times like i'll go home and i'll cook dinner or something and i'll be like i'm gonna watch like an episode of south park next thing i know i fall asleep right and i'm like i'm just gonna stay in like <laughs> yeah like even like like you're lazy af and you're like i don't even want to cook you just bust out your postmates or, exactly. or Uber, and then you pay like 15 bucks yeah, for like a big chicken sometimes, and i'm just like i don't know i don't have a microwave but i kind of wish i could just like Pop something in the microwave and just oh, get yeah. it done. Even the microwave yeah. food is disgusting. Disgusting, but you know, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. You, you know? got, you gotta do what <laughs> you gotta do. I've been, I've been on pasta lately because that's all I have at my oh, place. So I, I'm just... I haven't had pasta in a minute, but I always crave Olive Garden. Olive Garden, yeah, you my can, uh, the OG. My former roommate, uh, he always craved Olive Garden. He always, he just wanted the salad and breadsticks. No, like real talk, breadstick. that's so worth it though. Like I like their Alfredo. Like they they have this really good chicken and shrimp Alfredo. Oh yeah, yeah. That I haven't had in a couple months, but I should I might order that tonight. I'll <laughs> do it. <laughs> just bring it in the yeah, studio right exactly, here real quick. Yeah. Might just call Postmates now by the time the episode ends they come through, but I, right. no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm too lazy. Right. Um yeah, uh, but it but like experiences like that are really cool. I uh, but, like, a recent experience I've had was I went to uh, a Vince Staples listening party. Do you listen to Vince Staples? Mm-mm. Oh, he's, like, a rapper from, from Long Beach. And then uh, he's known for his, like, opinions. Like, he's been on Time and GQ just for – we're just, like, having an opinion on random things like NBA players, okay. uh, music, politics, and stuff. And he's just, he's just, like, a funny dude. He's, like – he's probably, like, 23, I'll say. Okay. But he recently dropped an album called Big Fish Theory. And the cool thing was that he had this, uh, this listening party at this spot downtown called Mrs. Fish. Where they basically had like, see, they had like, I'm probably getting the metaphor wrong, but they had like fish in the ceiling, like they had like fish, uh, on like a, a lowered ceiling, uh, oh, really? but that you could look through and oh, everything, and then he was basically playing the album before it dropped, uh, which it recently dropped on Friday. It's really good. Yeah, check it out. It's really cool. like he's at, he's on the new Gorillaz album too. Oh really? Yeah, he is. Like, oh, uh, what, what track is he? On? Uh, I think the first or second song is called like ascension or something oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah i really like that yeah that he's, that, that's him uh i think he's even going on a tour with him which is really cool no way yeah uh so shout out to him like he's a pretty chill laid-back dude um and just things like that mm-hmm. it's creating all, all these immersive events and stuff and there's so many there's so much shit that goes on now like i think i'm even going to a listening party tomorrow for this girl called casey hill okay she, uh she's signed to to good music Mm-hmm. She's like it's weird. It's like she's this random white girl with red hair, but she signed to good music and under Connie's under Connie, which is really cool. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I might hit that up. Uh, and then there's another secret walls on Thursday. Oh, yeah. You you gotta hit that up if you're I free. Need to go there. Yeah, that's yeah. I feel like every night there's always something popping. In, there's always in something. LA. I think I think that's it. Gives me an excuse to like bring a date or something. Like yeah. I, I, I'm like, girl, I'm going to this. You want to come through? It's free. All right, and she's like, all right, sure, I never heard about this. And then Speaking they, of, hey. I, I hear, I, I see you like over there in that corner with your opening up your data. Your, no, uh, not really. Dating ass. I, I, <laughs> yo, <laughs> this, is, this is like a funny, funny thing because like, um, 
um i was like you ever like like go through like like the bios of people like i know people like they'll just like swipe or whatever but have I, you I'm ever like to, that was swipe but then you're the we, swipe yeah if we match then I'll, I'll actually look the look at the bio but all right most of the time i'll be like cool 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 because what there's nothing wrong with just swiping yeah just no, for the totally. sake of swiping but like i'm the kind of person who like oh i'll i'll like read the bio just because like i just want to like know more even oh. if, like you'll, <laughs> even if there's like no chance to like swipe or yeah. whatever but like it's funny how like m- most of the bios like i was talking to a friend like the basic bios that everyone always like puts like if, if you're looking for like a girl or whatever there's always like a no hookups or there's always oh that's there's right. always a uh must love dogs i'm or, not gonna lie like there sometimes when girls say no hookups they they actually they want do. That. exactly yeah. the, the thing that keeps that pisses me off is like they'll leave like their ig or their handle or whatever and i'm like oh sweet like you know do a little bit of stalking, a little bit of research, mm-hmm. and like the first photo that you see is like of like them kissing like their their man or whatever. What? Like I've never like, I've never come you, across that. I'm, I, I'm, I'm like, why are you even on this app I, if like you already have a man? Like, shoot. Like. Well, what's what's even worse is uh, if they'll put the link to their Instagram, but it's private or something. Oh like yeah, that. that's that's dumb. Or, like, no, I hate whatever. that lazy shit where basically they'll be like, oh, I'm never on, I'm never on, but on here, me, but yeah, but DM um, me like. What does that do? Yeah, I'm like, girl, you, you still won't talk. You just like, want followers. You just yeah, want, you, exactly. You just want, like, fuck that. Exactly. Like, Shit like that is always funny to me. Yeah, dating apps these days, yeah. they're just like, whatever. They're just like, basically, people just want to, like, shout out their own. Exactly. Their own like, people just want people to, they just want to stroke their ego. Yeah. But one thing I hate is that I realized even, even beyond, uh, even beyond like dating apps, I hate the words foodie and traveler because okay. I don't give a fuck. Because yeah. like I feel like it's so overused. That's uh, that one, and also like uh, freaking. Uh, they're always like, "Oh, I love adventures." Like, what does what that f- mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> you want to like go to In and Out? Yeah, that, exactly. Is that, is like me it? and adventures, like going to Yosemite, like yeah. at two in the morning, catching Yo, sunrise. You know? Have you done that? Oh, I used to. Uh, I used to do that all the time, oh. dude. I, I, how far how far is Yosemite from here? It's about like five hours. I've never been. I'm I'm you like I still it. haven't basically left LA in general. Like I haven't gone up to the Bay. None of that. Oh, so I need to make that happen. You gotta do it, man. Like there's a point in my life when I was um, right after I I left film school. I was actually working retail for for a year or so. Like I All right. Macy's. Oh <laughs> no! Shout out to Macy's. No, you thought, suck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they, especially during the holiday season. Like I it's feel the like worse. I feel like they're they're just. It's the worst. They they start like, playing Christmas music after Halloween, and it's just like ridiculous. Yeah. Like just, they feel like I feel like they're like a very Nazi organization, yeah, like especially around Christmas yeah. time. The the only good thing that came about it was like it gave me a reason to escape. You know, like every every week, you know, mm-hmm. I work hard and slave away, and then like when it comes to the weekend, I'm like, all right, I gotta get out. So like you know, I would always like go to Yosemite or or national parks with my with my friends. Um, and there was, it got to the point where, like, for two months straight, every single weekend we were at Yosemite or we were at somewhere mm. else. And That's dope. It's really cool. But I, I always like that where you kind where, like, because maybe you kind of, like, you kind of don't like what you're doing, you kind of yeah. explore other things. Like, exactly. I always like that. Like, I, I, I kind of like being in situations where what I'm doing is okay, but I want to do something a little more. Yeah. So, so that's like the that. struggle. Like, when you, when you, when you're creative and you're actually doing what you want to do mm-hmm. um it's a struggle finding those those moments where you could have like a creative recharge and just kind of like put all that exactly all that behind yeah don't worry about anything and just like mm-hmm. kind of like get recharged back into like 
whatever. Yeah, just, you keep doing the same just thing. Just keep getting over inspired and, over. and everything yeah. for sure. Like I think that's the main reason why I'll go to these events and stuff is it finds it gives me a chance to like get inspired in a way or see what other people are doing and it, yeah. it gives me a chance to, to push myself a little further just off that yeah. and uh, off the success people other people are doing. Yeah, to me that's like like my inspiration. Like when people like one thing that I always say is like when people ask me, um, who are you inspired by? And I always say, um, you know, I'm not really inspired by any anybody because inspiration could lead to um, imitation. That's what I say. Real talk. Because if you're if you're if you're looking at a, a a photographer, like say you're a photographer and you're looking at other people's work, you know, you may get quote unquote inspired, but then all of a sudden you start to see slowly, slowly, um, their work in your work. And you know, all of a sudden, you're not getting inspired. You're you're imitating almost in a way. You become you become Drake. <laughs> you become yeah. Drake, right? Yeah. Um, Appreciation, sampling yeah, everything. Exactly. Yeah. You, you just sample everything as a as a creative, and and I feel like that could be dangerous because then all of a sudden your your voice gets drowned out in someone else's mm-hmm. voice. Um. So to me, I always feel like I get inspiration by by the places I see and the stories I hear. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's just like being out there in the world, just living life like that that makes sense like i uh, like you get the for real like I, i've been watching i've been watching seinfeld a lot lately <laughs> i'll admit this like i uh, and they basically a lot of i realized that they talk about how a lot of things that they wrote about were from experiences mm-hmm. like uh have you, have you seen the bubble boy episode i have not seen a single episode oh, i've been getting into it lately and i think it's because i really like the writing and okay plus i listen to they do a podcast there's a podcast these two guys do called Signcast, where they basically mm. analyze every single episode nice. and they talk about there's one scene that was basically a lot of it's just inspired by the writer's experiences mm-hmm. or what they've gone through and i think that's really cool just like uh basically art imitating life or yeah and it that's what we want to do as creators we want we want art to imitate life in a way i when when is the last time you feel like art has imitated life for you you feel um i feel like i like i see we're reflected life my bad either way yeah i feel like i see it every day um in, in the form of memes like like, yeah like i have like i always have like conversations with my friend about meme culture mm-hmm. and how that just like you know there's points where like meme is a re- meme the memes um, that are trending are a reflection of what's you know trending in the world out there like that's very like, true i didn't think when about that, that whole harambe thing was was happening you know like um you know people kind of i feel like people gravitated to that because you know at that time there was like all those like like shootings of like mm-hmm. you know these people um and I feel like people were gravitating towards Harambe because it felt like, you know, that was an outlet to be like, hey, you know, like we relate to this gorilla Basically, because yeah. of what's going on in the world right now. Like mm-hmm. the, all these injustice shootings. And yeah. All of it is like just that. really crazy how people, how things like that just really respond or because like pop culture definitely speaks for itself. And yeah. there's so many things. It's funny how we can all just relate to things so well or so yeah. quickly, like how the brain responds to things like. Have you seen like speaking of girls? Have you seen that dancing gorilla video? Is dancing gorilla. Around? Yeah, there's a there's a video of a gorilla like he's getting bathed in in a zoo and he's just like dancing around wildly in a circle and someone no. uh, put the song Maniac in, uh, behind <laughs> it and it kind of it was kind of reflective of that. Yeah, like oh, nice. like they gravitated to that because it was so relative and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, funny how things are like that. I feel like people will, will like take something um, that they see or whatever and they, they just kind of put it in a pedestal of like like oh this is like 
either they'll poke fun of it or, or whatever and they'll make it viral but then it's also like a reflection of like what's going on yeah like, in the world out there like know? there's even a meme too like uh let's be I, I keep having these gorilla memes but there's another meme of like a gorilla looking like he's telling a story mm-hmm. and then someone quoted with like and then this random kid just jumps into the cage into our cage yeah and anyway, they're basically talking about the Harambe <laughs> situation it's funny how like caption concepts are so funny like yeah that. yeah and do you remember those memes where like they'll like put up a screenshot of like a 90s character like cartoon character yeah and then they'll like point to like the shirt and it'll be like versace 500 Th- those type of memes were you know they were funny and they're, they're hilarious because they'll have like like ed from ed ed and eddie and they'll have yeah. like the striped shirt and it'll be like oh yeah this is like 500 bucks or whatever mm-hmm. um and i feel like that's a reflection of like how like the consumer like people will like gravitate towards like these brand names and even though it's like a basic shirt but it's that brand so they'll charge like 500 bucks like have you seen that uh who was it that they're selling like a paperclip that's a paperclip they're like they're selling like a paperclip and it has like the brand's name in it and they're selling it for like 500 or, or something ridiculous. is that supreme no no that wasn't supreme but it but it would be like something like supreme supreme would do but man fuck just, that just a basic paperclip it is know? just it's just an office max paperclip they just engraved and everything yeah i hate when like things are like that are really like we talk about like sometimes we'll talk about the supreme culture on this too but what what are your thoughts on that like the supreme culture yeah the supreme culture or just i think what i think the one thing i appreciate is that they mastered the idea of uh of supply and demand where yeah. there's like limited quantity and because of these collaborations like they push things but i feel like uh the hype has exceeded itself in a way which mm-hmm. which is really bad but some of the collabs are really great. Like we talked about the Michael Jackson collab that they recently did and things like that. Like they make you want to buy them, but sometimes yeah. people are just so engulfed in the culture that it's just almost in- impossible to get it. Like a lot of times people that aren't even like Michael Jackson fans or they don't really care about the collaboration. They just care more about the, 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 the brand name. itself. Yeah. 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 I, I find it funny, but at the same time, it's like also smart. Cause like they know they could like, just like make money off of it. Exactly. Know? Like they could have a, like, bags of shit and then have it yeah. have them on a supreme ziplock <laughs> basically and if people would buy it they'd people be like would buy oh it. did you buy the supreme bag of shit and like of course i did yeah i camped i camped out all night for that bag of shit 1500 exactly know? 1500 for this resale yeah but uh shit like that is really cool uh we're talking about memes but what's been what's what would you say is a favorite meme of yours or even vines like i love like yeah. recipes vine um, yeah right oh man those guys yeah. um, I, I actually am annoyed with the, the the people who were big on Vine and now they like transitioned into like YouTube and IG like, comp, like I respect comedians. people that, that did it successfully yeah They're, but I feel like everyone has to done it successfully yeah but like I feel like like those guys are like they're like super annoying like yeah the, you know like the ones who like live off of vine yeah. hollywood and vine you know exactly you know what I mean? like, like what's off with those like everyone i think the one thing i hate about la is that everyone thinks they can do a skit and just be a yeah be a success like, like yeah. overnight success like everyone can't be king batch right yeah like like the people would just like, i see like so many like people just trying to do that and just yeah. like fail at this point it's too late like uh no that's one thing i want to talk about because uh, I had this interesting epiphany about Beyonce. I really hope the Beehive doesn't come for me for this. But uh, 
But I think it's interesting that people will buy into a specific brand like like Beyonce. Like Beyonce will say like she's Queen B mm-hmm. or she's the queen and people gravitate towards that. Yeah. And because she's the queen, but she is the queen. She's she's the fucking oh, yeah. best. Yeah. But there are people I feel like that are just as talented, but their re- their brand isn't really on that level. Right. Like I would say I would say even like a, a Janelle Monet or somebody, but uh Damn, I'm trying to say this in a way where Beehive doesn't come for me. Where I think Janelle Monet is just as talented, right. and there are people like beyond the, behind the scenes that are just as talented. But I feel like certain, I feel like with certain brands, like one person has to be the best, and usually I think it's yeah. the person that's there first. Yeah, and I think that's interesting. Like, all right, that just because you're first, you're automatically the best. Yeah, I, I like uh, people love competition. You know, people yeah. love like those like. You know, America's got talent, blah blah blah. They mm-hmm. they want the next big thing, and then once mm-hmm. once they get that big thing, they'll, they'll like gravitate that to that as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And then like you know, it, it's it's a mixture of you know having that talent, you know that following, and just like building that brand, building who you are, mm-hmm. uh, and people just gravitate towards that. Um, but um, it, it's interesting to see how like you know they'll they'll uh, they'll like you know become so involved or not involved but so like attached that they'll like mm-hmm. attack anything that might resemble any form of negative or you know cr- critical like feedback you know yeah. what i mean like people would be like oh yeah beyonce was cool like she's tight but you know i feel like this person did it a little better in yeah. this way and then mm-hmm. all the all the you know fan girls or whatever they'll be like, be like no, 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 yeah no, no, no. exactly the beehive is that what they call them yeah the beehive, the beehive yeah, yeah the I, just, like swarm there's always stuff. a constant argument if it's beyonce or beyonce but oh, i automatically okay. i think it's beyonce because people say beehive so yeah yeah i feel like that's true when yeah. I, it almost makes me think of beyond beyonce 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 beyonce, beyonce. beyonce. <laughs> but uh i'll i'll support the argument of why i pre i'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna renege on my, what I was saying about people gravitating towards Beyonce, but I think it's because of her consistency. She's been doing this yeah. shit for 20 yeah. years, so I guess w- when your brand is that strong, then that's what gravitates you towards being the best. So and, if and, someone can go on that route, and she does it like you know flawlessly, like like if she releases something, yep. she'll she, you know 100 150 percent, like you know that everything's just like on point with it. Real talk. Um. So you know people love that. You know like. It's almost like it's it's not like a complete form of like perfection, but it's yeah. But it it feels like it, you know. Like it's it, growth like, and everything. Yeah, it feels like oh, like whatever she does is is almost perfect. Yeah, you know? it, it is in a way because like she she has a really great team and she's a she's basically yeah. built yeah. the perfect mold in a way. Like she's like the perfect specimen in a way. Yeah. So and that takes time. So, uh, maybe that's the point with brands like um because they've maybe molded uh, because they've gone so much time to develop like Coca-Cola or Pepsi, they've spent so much time being around and developed. But yeah. I think it's interesting that, but I'm, I'm trying to find a way to say, say this right, but uh, what does it take for a smaller brand like that to get on that level and be the best is basically what I, I wonder sometimes. Like, uh, does it take that same amount of a brand building and consistency to you basically have to follow in that footsteps but is there anything that basically pushes you towards being on the top like that yeah so i feel like one of my favorites um is uh i saw this ad or this like video campaign for adidas their new their latest um it was like their essentials line Mm -hmm. um 
and they had like this crazy like kind of like history of like that whole like campaign or whatever and stuff like that and um one of the um one of the ceos at the time i think back in the 90s or whatever he he, you know he quoted something he said everything that is essential and nothing that is not and so basically meaning like you know you know taking what's essential and getting rid of everything that is not really needed Mm -hmm. so i feel like when you're building a brand or, or or something like that just stick to what you know what you can like do. core values and shit yeah core values like stick to what you know stick to what you could do best and try not try not to like like overpower overpower that with something new or something like you know like like if you're good at um, you know baking baking mm-hmm. pancakes you're like the best pancake maker ever and then, <laughs> and then all, and then all of a sudden you you, you, uh, you know experiment with like waffles yeah waffles is cool and experiment is cool but like at the start, you know, keep doing that pancake. Keep keep making pancakes. That makes sense. Like you don't want to be a hypocrite in a way. Like you wanna you wanna have this core value, but at the same time you wanna find things to add to it, like uh, yeah. like things to that are that complement it and are like an mm-hmm. accessory to it. Which yeah, really cool. yeah. Like build upon that. Like if if you like if you're building if you're building like like you know say say for example you know you're building like a like a Lego structure or something, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, everything's all like, you know, symmetrical and, and, and whatnot. And then all of a sudden you try to add pieces that are more round, you know, it'll definitely be like, once you get like at a certain height, you know, you add more pieces that are round. It's very easy to like the falling pieces then will fall off. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you could visualize that metaphor, but like, sort of <laughs> like, like everything is all square. Everything's all blocks. Yeah. Right. And then you start adding like, like different shapes, you know, Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like it, it gets significantly ch- more challenging to build upon each different new shape that you added to to that. That structure. makes sense. Like yeah. it, it all leads to like an ultimate bigger picture in a way. Yeah. As a person, what do you feel like your creative, your core values are? Do you feel putting um, in the hot seat, player? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, as a creative, my core values. Oh man, that's a good question. Shoot, I I would say. Um, and anything and everything that I do has to have purpose. Um, and um, one of the things that I say a lot uh, when people ask me, like, oh, I, I have a, um, is this thing called um, what I like to call passion over, or purpose over passion. Um, That's people, all. Yeah. Like, people would like form follows function. Yeah. Yeah. People would always come to me and they'll be like, oh, I have a passion for photography. I have a passion for graphic design. I have a passion with that. And I say, you know, passion is great, you know, passion is good, uh, but make sure you have purpose in it, you know. If you don't have purpose in your passion, then you're not going to get very far, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so I feel like that's like... That might be the name of this episode. <laughs> you know, just spinning out yeah, all those... Exactly. All those, all those cool. Like, like people have quotables on this podcast. Like, people, yeah. say having a, people say having a quotable in their pocket, like... Don't mind if I do. Whoops, just drop some. Oh, just it's a drop quotable. That, yeah. Right? I'm just, I'm just trying to get all my all, all my quotes out. Real yeah, quick, we just yeah. drop mics and quotables on the mics. So right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's um, you know important as a creative is is discovering your passion and then knowing your purpose in it. You know. Real talk. Yeah. I. How long do you think it, it took you to find your purpose? You. I feel like I'm still. Ooh. I feel like lately I'm still, I think that's the one question I've been asking myself lately is yeah. that 
I had this passion for a while, but at the same time, I'm finding a purpose. I'm starting to find a purpose because mm-hmm. I'll do these collaborations with people, and then they'll ask, "Oh, what can I do to help you out?" And I'm like, yeah. "Damn, I don't know what I what I want to do for myself." Because yeah. like people ask me for help, but I don't know what I want to do for myself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like you know, it it took me it took me six years to be at a place where I am, you know creating work that i'm actually like proud of mm-hmm. like like dang this is actually like legit like i love this stuff like that but it'll, it'll probably take me like another six years to like be where i want to actually be you know like that makes sense like, yeah uh, i guess you're always you know growing as a as a as a creative but uh, you know f- finding my purpose um it actually didn't really take you know that long it's just it's just figuring out like you know how to how to once you, once you find it, like, what are the next steps? And, like, how do you, you know, fulfill that purpose? Did, um, uh, did like, like, you were talking earlier about the fact that you don't want to look at other people's, yeah, uh, inspire other, other people's work, but yeah. do you feel like seeing other people's purpose uh, help maybe form your purpose? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I feel like, um, like, when, when, um, when I see other people's work, you know, I'll say, you know, I don't, um, get inspired by it but I get motivated by it. So I'll, that's a good way to put it. But I'll see, so, you know, I'll go to like a, an art show or something and I'll see like a really sick photograph. And it's like, you know, the guy, you know, you could tell he poured his heart and soul into creating something great. So that will motivate me to create my own great thing, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I'm always like, like I'm obviously not going to like, you know, completely like shut off other people's great work, you Mm -hmm. know, you know, appreciate what other people have done and, the talent you know um but at the same time you know i'm you know i'm taking that and i'm being like all right well you know what do i have to say like let me create my own that makes sense like i i think that's what i'm trying to do as a creative lately is that i'm basically trying to respond to what i see and create my own voice from that like Mm -hmm. i with the ideas that i'm developing on my own terms in a way like I feel like maybe that's the the point of create of creativity, just like responding in a way and responding in your own voice, and that's where what what that basically uh, doils down to. Yeah, like that's the term. Yeah, doils down. Is that the term? I don't know, but I'll use it. (laughs) It I'll give you some love. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, But yeah, I feel like creatives. um, Oh, boils down to boils. (laughs) Yeah, not doils. Doils. Yeah. Um, I feel like. Doyle is like a name, right? Like yeah. A, like a nerdy name. Yeah. Like, yeah Doyle. It sounds like a, a scientific measurement. I think it is. No, oh, or, it could be. Like, I don't know. Do, do, we, do we point? Do we decimal point? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Science. <Yeah>. Science. <laughs> Science. Yeah. I, um, yeah. But anyways, yeah, create. Um, I, I feel like creatives, you know, that's one of the reasons why when, when people, you know, uh, start um, their journey and and what they want to do as artists you know it's that's the hardest thing is you know figuring out your voice or figuring out mm-hmm. who you are um and i feel like once you once you know who you are then you know the the art becomes honest you know and, yeah and it becomes like truthful and that's like this is this is the work and this is me kind of did i uh, this will be an interesting question i'm gonna go on to some further subjects I mm-hmm. uh, do you feel like finding out what you aren't was like easier than finding what you are basically yeah <laughs> i feel like I, it's, I, i'll agree yeah i feel like you know like um or is that how you basically like determine who you are first like you're like i'm not this i'm not that or like, or did you try totally, to explore totally. first and then no yeah i try to explore like i always you know you know try to do try everything at least once you know like you know i, I tried graphic design for a hot second you mm-hmm. know and y- 
you know, if if you look back on on my feed, there's like a a, a section like I don't delete anything. Yeah. Because I want people to see like progress and mm-hmm. everything. So like, if you go all the way back in the feed, uh, in my feed, um, there's like these horrible graphic designs. But there's this point where like, um, graphic design was really big on Instagram, and everyone's like doing all these like you know mixtures, and I don't know if you remember mixtures app or or um, ND patterns. Like this guy, he like just created patterns, and you could just like overlay on photos and stuff. Um, I, I kind of don't want to remember that. that, that <laughs> yeah, that no, it was gross. really bad. That it sounds gross. It, 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 it's really gross. Like, if you see my stuff, it's 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 really gross. Yeah. But at a point, I was like, oh, this is cool. I, I think I'm pretty cool. Like, <laughs> and then I realized, no, this is not me. It sounds like so, not something, that, something that's very grunge. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, it yeah. sounds like something, something um, grunge that people fuck with. Exactly. Um, so, so I feel like, you know, when you when trying things, you, you figure out what works and what, what doesn't. But one of my goals is to at least try every... Uh, form of design whether it's you know um, fashion design clothing design you know label design whatever it is mm-hmm. like i want to try something um, at least once that has to do with like design you know gotcha um, to see what works and what doesn't you know that's smart like i think i'm just starting to do that with exploring other things or or or, or i think it really just start boils uh, again boils down to <laughs> boils down <laughs> to, to my to my interests and like mm-hmm. i'm not really interested in that where i have to f- or i think just by finding a way to tie it into what i'm doing that's, yeah. that's basically where the interest will come from like yeah. i like i wasn't really into filmmaking but i was into animation so yeah. i was doing like i had to do like some kind of filmmaking to basically tie it into the uh animating that i was doing basically yeah like, things like yeah that. totally yeah mm-hmm. i think everything is all all comes down to like storytelling like mm-hmm. i feel like like oh yeah, that makes sense. Every, every type of story. Yeah, like every design, like every piece, you know, tells some form of story, you know. And I feel like as as creatives, it's it's our duty to like you know tell the story of you know obviously what we want to like the story that we want to tell. Basically, basically everyone's basically. got a perspective. Everyone's got a perspective. Yeah. Everyone's got a story to tell. Yeah. Oh um, wait, uh, you said you want to talk about basically like creatives and agencies things so yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah. agencies versus creatives yeah. like i i've been noticing like uh, if anybody out there you know working for an agency uh and you're creative you know you might be in you know some form of position where you, you start to question like okay well what's up um uh, basically why are you creating like like do you you find, do ask a lot i do yeah. ask a lot of why's like because i told you so this yeah basically, basically. I've up, but i'm like i'm not really i don't know a lot of times you're given a task but then you're at the same time you might not be passionate for yeah, it at that moment exactly yeah exactly i feel like um um you know i come to come to realize that you know sometimes um it's not always the case you know sometimes you'll, you'll get you'll hit a sweet spot where like an agency like gives you like full creative freedom to like you know just do whatever create mm-hmm. whatever which you know really sweet or like projects like that but uh, there's there's also times where um you know, they'll treat creatives as chore doers. Like that's basically how, how it feels. A lot of times, there's like cooks in the kitchen, but they don't yeah. know how to cook. They don't know how to cook. Yeah, exactly. They don't know, re- they don't know anything. They don't know the recipe. They blah, don't know blah, how blah. long it took for me to cook this, or buy, exactly. or how much buying this shit at Rob's cost. Exactly. Basically. Yeah, like like you know, you're you're um you know you're passionate about the graphic design or photography or videography or whatever mm-hmm. whatever it may be, and then you come into like a project or whatever and. They treat your passion like a chore, like exactly. Oh, you gotta do this, you know. Or like, oh. or they'll or they basically just like demean it in a way, like, oh, you're good at this. Why don't we do that? And then yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I, exactly. I, yeah, I'm not really into that. Or or I think one thing I was talking about lately is was deadlines. Is that deadlines. how people will 
just assume like it takes like an inch, like a snap to just like yeah. uh, to just like do the thing and you, and you realize no, I have to like plan it out. I have to yeah. like basically just yeah, uh, take down every single detail, and it's not as simple as it seems. Yeah. Even though as a creative, we might make it look simple, and, yeah. which is kind of awesome, but it takes so much more so time much than you time, realize. Yeah. And, and I find it funny that um, people who usually have the final say don't have a single inch of creativity exactly they're they're cooks in the kitchen that can't cook yeah like it's it's ridiculous and it's something it it discourages you from even creating exactly because because i I think that's why i like outside of work i like being around like more creative influences because yeah i think because a lot of times it's very maybe more people that are more around the overall look or i have the final say so it's, it's like it's almost like having uh, having someone write the check, but they mm-hmm. don't know the process of doing yeah. of what it took. Like like musicians, for example, uh, like a vendor or a venue place, they might write the check, but they don't really appreciate the sound of the album. They're like, "Oh, you're just doing this, and you're coming yeah. through." Yeah, I, I feel like like any like if I ha- if I could give like a, a word of advice to any any creatives, yeah, out there, do that. Um, I I would say that like you know have patience at where you're at now, so mm-hmm. that way you'll definitely enjoy it more from to where you get to. You know what I mean? Like, um, I kind of worded that wrong, but if you have patience now, you'll definitely respect where you're going. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, if you're if you're in a in, if you're in a position where you know you're creating stuff or or making stuff and you don't really have a passion for it you know you know just just keep at it and keep doing what you do and to the point where you, you know when you get to the point where you're you're doing some stuff that you really love you know then you'll definitely respect that even more basically you know? like i think situations like that they encourage you like it, it's a it's a it's an opportunity to find your purpose yeah or, and your passion yeah totally. yeah exactly yeah, so exactly hey. we, we we're tying shit in the situation. Hey. <laughs> That's, what right, That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. Thanks. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. Come so, again. Ex- you see how organic that shit was? Because like that wasn't a sub uh, a subject at all for this episode, but it ended up right. just being like the main subject was passion, uh, passion, purpose. Yeah. There you yep. go. Shout out to that. All right. We can talk about like two more things, and we can close out. Yeah. Uh, one. Yeah. One more. Th- one thing that I've been really interested in wondering is that, shut up. <laughs> you was looking at me. Uh, I see you. You was looking at me just exploring on Tinder. I like you, yeah. man. All right. All I'll right. Call mine. All right. No, go for it. <laughs> it's funny because it, it, does, does that feel natural to you to like just open up like your phone and then go to a certain app you know? uh, like even sometimes. like subconsciously you just like or yeah. i think i think the notification like the notification oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah like press press exactly yeah yeah that's what that's what makes you want to look at it but slaves to our own technology we are we <laughs> exactly um, all right but what's up uh oh i was wondering like as a creative what do you feel like is your location or you feel like is your like safe place or you're like your comfortable place for creating mm. I, one it's one thing i've been thinking about lately well i i mean it's interesting to me because i guess oh yeah because you you as a photographer, as a photographer you're every, you're every fucking I'm, I'm everywhere you know um you know some people you know they they enjoy being in the studio um some people enjoy running around um so yeah i guess as a photographer it's it's a lot harder but if you're if you're um also editing the photos you know i i enjoy editing like in, in the comfort of my bed you know mm, gotcha you have a chill playlist mm-hmm. in the background and then just... oh yeah if y'all don't know caleb makes some dope ass playlists hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait do, all right 
Do you have them like publicly? Like, shameless plug. Like, shameless yeah, plug. yeah, plug, yeah, plug those shits. And um, my Spotify, I guess, um, is Caleb Isaiah I S A I. Wait, your middle name is Isaiah. That's my middle name. I didn't know that. It's it's um uh, it's pronounced Isai, but it's it's Isaiah um mm-hmm. I S A I. Yeah. Um, I have over fifty playlists on there, um, of anything that you could you know think of. Um, for the most part, I try to curate them too. Like I like mm-hmm. there's like a science I do. Like like the last five seconds of song has to kind of like correlate with the first five seconds of yeah. the next song. You should do like a mixed radio show or I something. Should, yeah. yeah, that would be really dope. Do that. Like I yeah, that would be so dope. I definitely want to do mixtapes and stuff. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, basically like locations, like where where do you? Oh, where locations. You like yeah, yeah, like yeah. Hit up, place hit, to create, hit up that, that where's playlist. Where's your most comfortable place to create? Yeah, hit up that playlist and then just chill in bed and uh, work or edit or whatever. Um, I feel like that's always like the nicest. Well, actually, I don't know. Actually, I, I've been I've been starting to like not like that as much as like you know being out there in the in the field and yeah. just working because like at first I was like you know you know you're standing long hours or whatever and you're just constantly you know shooting shooting and then once you get home you get to rest and blah 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 mm-hmm. and edit um but I, i've been really loving the the active side of it of just like running around and just trying to capture shit you know yeah that's um, probably the worst place for me to work because i know i'm gonna fall asleep like and then, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the kind of person like speak, when we're talking about location like I gotta be in a place where I'm almost like uncomfortable in a way oh, okay yeah. like I gotta be comfortably uncomfortable like I think that's what keeps me awake mm-hmm. that's gonna make sure I stay focused uh it's gotta be comfortable but not not too comfortable uh and then how like sound wise how do you feel with sounds do you feel like sounds distract you or yeah yeah <laughs> uh, I have to have headphones on uh there's this um because you know how people have like that cough you know that coffee app where you can hear like coffee sounds and yeah apparently that makes people feel comfortable so may- yeah, maybe yeah, we'll, yeah maybe maybe that's um, your style on yeah um my co-worker has recently been turning on the tv in the lounge area that i work at a lot oh yeah this like um, y'all uh like football games would be on and, football, yeah yeah because yeah, like you know we work at an agency that's owned by us uh, another agency that deals with sports mm-hmm. so you know sports are everywhere and like i'm not a sports guy i'm like yeah go sports you mm-hmm. know um but um like even with the drafting party there was like a big ass drafting party yeah, yeah 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 i didn't realize how big a deal that was until it happened i was it's, like okay yeah the sports is huge there um and so like they'll turn on the tv in the lounge area and and fucking bowling will be on i'm like okay yeah. this is weird uh, but I, i'd always get I'm mad with it, yeah. i'm like man like 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 why you have that on it's like oh i don't know just ambient yeah. like work that. environments like they're always interesting like yeah. i worked at revolt and we uh for for like two weeks and they always would play like revolt on tv mm. like music videos would just be constantly yeah. looping around but i don't know maybe maybe that brings some inspiration to people or i don't know maybe they're just maybe. like trying to beef up their what their brand is doing i don't know basically it's like hey this is what we do so create exactly create more. but sometimes like that it's almost like uninspiring yeah totally like i feel like no if you want to be in a, in a work environment yeah. like there's some form of repetition which is nice um but if it's you know a certain aspect which you don't like then you know constantly going over and over yeah so there's gotta be a rhythm that's gotta be created for, yeah for yeah to work, a, a right? rhythm and a balance just like you know yeah finding that perfect work condition Ex- i think that's what i'm trying to figure out yeah the perfect work which conditions. i like that uncomfortably comfortable like yeah like, for me it's either you're too uncomfortable or you're too comfortable you exactly because no, like, yeah because if you're uncomfortable you 
you're going to be just as distracted if you're comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So finding that balance exactly. is key. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's close this out with like one last thing. Yeah. One thing I always do on this episode is I always ask uh, people one thing that they've done this week, one thing they've loved, hated, and created this past week. Okay. Like love and hate is usually what you experience, and then create is just something you made, or like it can be a fucking chicken salad sandwich that you that that you made. It doesn't have to be like yeah. something artistic yeah. or anything. Yeah. Um. So I guess I loved um, hanging out with uh, a couple friends that you know just really tight, and uh, haven't hanged out with him in a while. Um. So I guess that was cool, and then also. Um, created um, so it's funny because he he actually turned YouTuber, um, so he's a YouTuber now and it's pretty funny. Is he popping? He's he's starting to pop actually because he, he you know he's riding the wave off his you know his friends his friends have like over a million plus subscribers and he would constantly be in their vlogs like oh in the nice to the point where they where their their fans made um made him like a, a sub character so they call him that's bry guy awesome. shout out to bry guy um, that's awesome so that's it's funny because like now he he took that and he started his own youtube channel and then a portion of his, his following their following um went to him and so now he has over like 12k subscribers and stuff Damn. like that within like a matter of one month you know that's a good look um so i helped him create a video q a like have you seen those 73 questions with vogue Yes, those are so like those are so good. Like those our, are so fun. Yeah, to like watch. Aziz's was good. I didn't really like uh, candles. Candles, was, I like, didn't so, see candles. It seems so forced because yeah. like uh, what's the mom was uh, the mom was like in so many. Christian was in like so many other videos. Yeah. She's like, honey, I'm taking these calls for you. Or honey, yeah, what yeah. what dress do you want? It was just yeah. like so awkward. Just like a sub character. I like Selena. Selena Gomez is she. I need to uh, watch that one. Is great, and then Emma Stone's is pretty great. Yeah, I've um, only seen Aziz's, but Aziz's is yeah, good. But yeah, he he wanted to do uh, something similar to that. So we, so I created like you know the uh, I helped film that one take kind of like question thing, and uh, an ongoing joke is that you know his channel is dedicated to cooking. Um, and he was making me a waffle, and it, this is like a two part, two part Q and A video. Oh, okay. And in the first part, he made me a waffle, but um, we were just going throughout the his whole like um, apartment, so we didn't get like he left a waffle on there, and all his fans were like, "What happened to the waffle?" Like oh. all this stuff about the waffle. So we we're like, "Oh, we gotta go back to this, and we gotta like." like keep this waffle thing going so like part two is like i come back to the house and i'll be like hey yo can i get that waffle though and he's like oh yeah sure thing and he like he puts it in the is that kit. one of the one of the 73 questions no no that's just like kind of like the intro like oh, you know how like the, the 73 questions it's always like that guy like behind the camera this that personality so that's yeah. me i'm like behind the camera asking him the mm-hmm. questions uh but like uh, we just did the spin off of like the waffle like he'll like he put the waffle down in the in the dinner t- in the dining table, and I would like reach out for it and be like, "Hey, I actually, gotta do laundry, so come over here." It's like, "Oh man, like, all right, I gotta." Uh, I guess I should ask more questions. So yeah. And then I ask the questions, and then come come to the end, and then just like his friend shows up out of nowhere, and he's eating the waffle, and I'm like, "Oh man!" Yeah. And, and then we go in the car. Uh, at the very the last part is we get in his car to run an errand, and he kicks me out of the car. And I'm like, man, what about my waffle? <laughs> so it's funny. It's funny to see like people like gravitate towards the waffle because like I feel like I'm gonna be a spinoff of him who's that's also a funny. spinoff. So I'm gonna be like the waffle. You're guy. the waffle guy. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's created and hated. I guess would be the heat. Oh, okay. 
So yeah, the heat sucks. That's oh, that's LA. cool. Uh, I guess I can always share like what I loved, hated, and created. Yeah. I, I guess what I loved, something I loved and hated. Uh, I'll say at the same time as my birthday. I don't know. Uh, I really didn't yeah. care. I really didn't care that, that my birthday was this uh, was this week. It was it was cool just getting to know people and uh, seeing people I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, but going off that, uh, another thing I loved, I loved the the Vince Staples experience, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I hated this week. I don't know. Something I hated. Interesting question. Oh, that was an interesting question. <laughs> Shout out to Siri. Shout out to Siri coming in. Yeah, that was fucking, that was funny. <laughs> I, something I hated. Um, I don't know. I, I, I can't say the Khaled album because I haven't heard it yet, but I've heard it was. Uh, Which one? The new DJ Khaled album. Oh, I, yeah. I heard, I heard the song with chance and that's oh it. no i didn't like the i don't like the the rihanna birth and taylor song uh oh. wild thoughts mm-hmm. it's okay mm-hmm. but uh it just makes me want to hear maria maria by santana yeah. so it's kind of one of those things where i don't want to hear the remix i want to hear the original right one of the thing kind of things and something i created this week i i'm working on this jay-z animation so that's one thing i'm excited Thanks. about Dope. uh that i want to i want to share when his album actually drops on friday so that's some. I've been working on the process, and plus I've been working on some cover art so, uh, for my homie Masego. Shout out to Masego, hey. um, and uh, for something he's worked, he's some, something he's cooking up, which has been really cool. And he's recently dropped a song called that well, it's been out for a while called Navajo, and uh, the cover art that I made for it is on uh, Spotify and everything. So it's like oh, the sick. official cover art for for yeah. the song on on Spotify, which is really fun. Quick random question: Is it crazy to see like your work like out there and like? big i mean i don't oh, know like on like on twitter or something yeah on twitter or, or something like you know like that's you know well well known and you I, see your work or something like that i think at one time it i thought it was cool but it doesn't affect me now because i realize you, you're like, it, oh, too cool it, no it doesn't phase me because like i don't get any acknowledgement for it or, and, yeah exactly people don't really know i did it yeah so. yeah no, the one time there's been a few times where I actually had to like stunt and say I did something like uh like with the Academy Award things where I was doing the social mm-hmm. for the Academy Awards. That was probably the one time in a while where I was proud of something I did for social because nice. I was like, wow, it's the fucking Academy Awards. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I uh, but other than that, like a lot of times it doesn't. I don't really there is. I'm just been tasked to do a job, so it's, yeah. it's nothing that really affects me fully. Cool. So I'm just like, cool. It's on the internet. But <laughs> no one knows I did it. They know it's like right. a full reflection you know? of the brand. I know I did it. <laughs> I know exactly how that was made and everything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't really bother me to know to uh, at all. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts? And then we'll we'll close out. No, I mean I'm all good. You got a quote You're or anything? Hungry. You got a quote or anything? A quote? I mean I already gave. Oh, yeah, like, you, my best. <laughs> oh yeah, you already did it. You already did have a quote that. Uh, well yeah. Uh, don't let your don't let your passion interfere with your purpose or yeah. Am I saying uh, that right? No, it's it's a uh, purpose over passion. <laughs> yeah, purpose over passion, motherfuckers. Yeah. And this is where I dropped the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and we out. Uh, we thanks out. for listening to episode sixteen of the deluxe version. And yeah, we out. We out. Pop pop. <laughs>